Hi, my name is Amber Aga and I'm a shamanic practitioner and Reiki master. And I've created these podcasts as a chance to reach out to as many people as possible, really, those who may not be able to make healings, travel to London, or come to any meditation circles or drumming circles that I run. And it's a chance to just um, cover some uh, topics that I have um, seen frequently come up in healing sessions as a healer, but that I've also encountered myself um, on my own healing journey over over the last decade or so. Um, and often you find as a healer that there are there is familiar and uh, and uh, a regular um, number of subjects that will continually come up in healing sessions um, because I think there's a universal um, desire in all of us to heal and address the same things, um, although we may do it at different stages in our lives. What I wanted to look at today was the power of prayer. And by prayer, I mean a dialogue, a conversation with an energy, a um, a force that is greater than us. I'm not talking about any particular religious practice or religious beliefs at all and I'm not talking about organized religion at all I'm talking about spiritual prayer I'm talking about um, a dialogue really a conversation um, some people would say this is with your with a deeper part of yourself or your higher self or with your unconscious and if that works for you then then I think that's a very good way of looking at prayer because when we're connecting to that um, that higher self in us that higher um, all-knowing part of us, then we are accessing information that um, we may not consciously be aware of in our everyday lives. Um, and a lot of people who um, believe that in prayer they're, they're connecting to um, divine spirit or to their spirit guides or to the angelic realm also believe that they're accessing information that would not be available to them in the course of their everyday lives. Um, so just to make clear, this is not about any religious belief. This is about um, connecting to something greater than than us. Um, as someone once said, and I'm I'm afraid I don't remember who, that um, prayer is our conversation with the divine, with God, with spirit, with that great mystery, that great unseen. And meditation is when we hear the answers, when that great mystery, that great unseen, when God talks to us. Now, I think, you know, God is a is a term that has come to mean many things in organized religion. Um, but it's a it's a label for that energy. Now at its simplest, I sometimes see it as that energy is the energy that is channeled when we do something like Tai Chi or Qigong or even in Reiki healing. We're connecting to a universal life force energy, the energy that is all around us. Now, some people call that God. Some people call that the universe. Indigenous communities will often call it the great mystery or the great unseen. And I like that because it, although it's a label in a sense, what that term actually evokes is that it's something that is beyond our human comprehension. Um, it's great and it's mysterious um, and that personally really works for me. Um, so prayer is about us having a conversation with that energy. I'm going to share a story from years back because um, to me it, it, it really started to open me up to prayer. Um, I was, as a child growing up, um, 
quite religious because that that was the environment I grew up in and then around the age of 12 or 13 I stopped believing in God um, I stopped believing in, in, in there being a greater force than us and I became quite a passionate atheist as often happens for, pe for people, um, the lack of belief will come from an instant in one's life. Now for me it was my parents separated and then they divorced and it was quite a protracted divorce and because it was so painful for all of us involved, I lost my faith. My nightly, daily prayers were to God asking that um, please keep my parents together and they didn't stay together and I lost my faith. Um, then for most of my teenage years and most of my 20s I was a very firm atheist um, I d didn't believe that there was anything other than what we can see um, but I was always very open to the spirit realm despite that because uh, I was always able to pick up on things and I would get dreams about things and feelings and, and visions so I couldn't deny that there was something around us that was mysterious um, but I refused to call it God, um, and I refused to believe that we were being watched over all the time. Uh, but I did believe that there was another world, a world of the spirits, where the spirits would communicate with us, and sometimes this would be spirits that had passed on, or spirits that may have got stuck to a land or a place, um, and, uh, and that often these spirits could be helping us. So I did have that belief. I, it came to a certain point in my life, and it was a very difficult point in my life, and I was looking for something, anything, and, I, and nothing that I had done up until that point was helping me. My way of approaching things wasn't helping me. I'd started meditating, and then I started, uh, I took my refuge in um, Tibetan Buddhism. Um, I was meditating four or five hours a day and uh, you know, often going into long, long periods of meditation and inner work. I was doing a lot of colour healing and yoga, um, a lot of spiritual practices. I was opening myself up to the spirit world and wanting to connect with spirit guides. And all of this came from a yearning of wanting to find some answers to my life and some answers to me. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I here to do? And it led me down many pathways. Along this pathway that I was on and after a series of events in my life that were very trying, I found a book that was about, um, I think it was about, it was something to do with what was doing the rounds at that time, um, a term called cosmic ordering. And how that worked was we can, we can ask a higher power, i.e. the cosmos, to give us anything that we want because it's all there for the taking. We just need to know to ask for it. Um, and I think it, it sort of took you through some exercises you could do. Some people at the time had said that it really worked for them and so I decided to try it myself and I took to every day um, sitting in a quiet space and sending out my orders to the cosmos. Dear cosmos, this is what I want. Dear cosmos, I'd like this. Within the same space of time, um, a lot of synchronicity started happening in my life. A lot of things started shifting and eventually I reached quite a low point and it felt as if my cosmic ordering wasn't working but I look back on it now and I see that in a sense that dialogue that I'd started to have with this great mystery, this great unseen was working because it was opening me up spiritually and allowing me to start to really take guidance on that big question why am I here and how can I help to heal myself um, those big questions 
So one day when things got so very intense and difficult for me, I remember feeling that I was at a real crossroads. I could go back to my old way of living, which was to not believe that there was anything beyond the physical, to still, you know, have this this connection to the spirit world, but to never really do anything about it, to try and ignore it, to see it as quite scary. Or I could try and find a new way in my life. And I, I desperately wanted a new way. I desperately wanted things to change. So I, I sat down, I sat on my bed actually, and I put out a prayer and I said, dear universe, dear whoever is up there. I mean, I didn't know what to call this great mystery at the time. I just said, dear universe, dear whoever's up there, that, that this great power, this great energy that, that I can feel, that I know is around me. I don't know what to call you, but I know that you're there. Please help me. And my prayer at the time was, and I, I, I want to share this because it may help others who listen to this. My prayer was, show me why I'm here. I wasn't put on this planet to be in pain or to cause pain. Show me why I'm here. I mean, even when I remember that, that prayer that I initially put out, it still makes me feel quite emotional because it was such a prayer from my heart. And that's something to remember about prayer. It doesn't come from the mind, it comes from the heart. Organised religion has given us set prayers do this prayer for this and this prayer for this and and there's a, there may have been an initial reason for that but in doing the set prayer we have lost to engage we have forgotten to engage our hearts in the prayer the prayer needs to come from the heart it doesn't come from the mind so that was the prayer that i put out um dear uh, great uh, mystery or Dear great um, energy that I feel all around me, please show me why am I here. I don't know why I'm here. Within days of me putting out that prayer, um, I, I woke up one day and the word Reiki was going through my head again and again and again. I'd never really heard of Reiki before, um, so I googled it. And as soon as I googled it and started reading up on it, it made complete sense to me. And something that was greater than me, something that felt as if it was, um, you know, this was out of my control in a sense, was pushing me to to find a teacher and to learn how to do Reiki. And then after that, it, you know, one thing led to another and another and another. And eventually um, I started walking in alignment with with um, my highest self, i.e., I started walking the path of of why I'm here, um, and along the way, everything that wasn't in alignment with that started to fall away, which is a different story. But the point of that of that sharing is that is that prayer can open us up to so much, and it can be incredibly basic. Now, for me, I went from having no belief whatsoever in anything to putting out this prayer to dear whoever that's up there, please, please hear me, to then being having an intuition, a feeling about Reiki, to then doing Reiki, attuning to it, and it's starting to open me up to the spirit world, to there being something other than me, to energy, and as I opened up to that, it opened me up more and more and more and more. And I found my own way of connecting to the great mystery. But everyone has their own pathway, so it's not necessarily that this is the way. But that was my way. And it came out of that prayer. If I hadn't have been on my knees, 
so to speak. I mean, I was emotionally on my knees. If I hadn't have been in that place and the prayer hadn't come from my heart and been so authentic and had such a strong desire behind it, I may not have had the um, intuitions and the kind of enlightenments that led me to walk down the path that I'm walking now. So prayer is a chance for us to offload, for us to have that conversation with the great mystery, the great unseen, for us to really unburden ourselves of everything that's bothering us. But more than that, to start to ask for guidance. Now my prayer was about guidance, show me why I'm here. But we can use that similar way of connecting to this great mystery, this great unseen, by asking for guidance for things in our lives that may be challenging us at the time. So, you know, dear, dear universe, dear great mystery, whoever's up there, please help me with this problem that I have at the moment. I don't know what to do about it. Please bring me some guidance. And then guidance will often come in the form of thoughts that we may have or synchronicities or intuitions that, that we have or dreams. It will, you know, it'll often come in quite subtle ways, not the thunderbolt of lightning that, that in some ways we have been conditioned to expect. What that does is it doesn't abdicate it doesn't abdicate responsibility and there is this idea that you know we can be sat in the middle of the street and we're praying that a car won't run us over but we're not doing anything about getting in the way of a car coming towards us. That's not what prayer is about. Prayer is about I will do everything that I possibly can do in the physical world and when I reach that point where I physically cannot do any more in the physical world to bring about this change in my life or to bring about this thing that I need to happen or for clarity on this situation, I then surrender my needs and my desires up through prayer. That's how, that's how it works. It's not that we abdicate all responsibility. It's that we let go and through the letting go, we allow new energy to flow towards us. So people will often say, you know, let go, let go, let go, um, let go of this, you know, if we have a intractable problem or there's something happening in our lives and it's causing us distress, um, we often hear this thing of let go, let go of it, let go of it so it can change. And sometimes we can do that through ritual and sometimes we can do that through just intention. But other times it, it helps, the, the letting go is helped by prayer because we surrender it up to the great mystery we say there's really nothing I feel I can do anymore in the physical world to solve this problem I surrender it up to you please help me please show me a way so prayer for me is really important in that in that it gives us that ability to let go but what it also gives us is a strength it means that at those times when we don't have a friend to go to or we can't talk to a family member or um, there's just no one we can share our deepest, darkest um, fears or, um, or, or thoughts with, that, we, that we're still able to do that and they don't sit within us all kind of congested and festered and or we don't feel ashamed of being able to do that. Many people don't have a friend that they can go and talk to about very deep emotional issues or a partner that they can go to or a family member and sometimes the hardest thing for people who don't have that support network is how to deal with things the everyday um 
the everyday battle of living, which it, it can be a lot of the time. Um, and, and, and it will be often the everyday things that start to become um, really depleting then, really draining and, 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 and start to sap someone's life essence. So prayer allows us to offload that. A really good way to start prayer, I mean, I, you know, when I did my one that I've shared with you, I went straight for this is, please, please help me with this. But it was a big question that I was asking. But if you're going to be doing prayer on a daily basis, a really good way of, of, of easing oneself into prayer is through gratitude. So dear, great, you know, mystery, great, unseen, cosmos, however you want to word it, thank you for this day. Thank you for a roof over my head or a warm bed or thank you for a hot shower or, you know, thank you for a good night's sleep or whatever it is that you can give gratitude for. I'm so very grateful for the gifts in my life, but please, I need your help in this situation. There's a person in my life that's upsetting me. Please help me to find a way to deal with that so I um, protect myself more or so that I can handle the emotions that come up around it. Um, I'm having an issue at work. Please give me some guidance. How can I? I've tried everything and nothing's working. Please show me a way. Please, please help me to discover a way within me. Now, if if we don't want to believe that this is the great mystery, then we believe that we're talking to the, our highest self, that part of us that knows everything, and it's still a really valid dialogue to have on a daily basis. Um, it, it keeps us fresh, it keeps us connected, it keeps us empowered um, and it allows us to just offload and not feel that the world is out to get us and there's nothing that we can do about it, to feel that we are co-creators in our lives. So then meditation, when we go into a place of stillness, is when we are able to listen for that guidance. But it may come in other ways. It may come in a dream or it may come in a thought that we suddenly have or it may come in a coincidence or a synchronicity. Um, and it's important to uh, to be on the lookout for those because it's, it's not often going to come in the way that we expect it. So how to go about prayer? Um, I think there's many different ways that we can do this, and I don't think there's any set practice. And, uh, you know, if I was to start giving out set practices, then it makes it something like organized religion, and that's not what it's about. It helps to have a sacred space. So it helps to have a space in our living area, um, in our homes, that we go to... Um, to meditate or we go to to have this dialogue and it's a space where you feel comfortable and um, you might have decorated it in a certain way it doesn't have to be an entire room it could just be an area in a room it helps because it, um, it it's something in us starts to feel grounded in that space and as if oh this is the place that I go to to do this work um, so it gives it a bit more discipline and a bit more focus but see for some people it might be that just a very long walk out in nature will be a place where they will want to pray because they will feel connected to the energy all around them or to the elements so I think in the beginning it's important to experiment I didn't do anything special the first time I did it I sat on my bed and I looked up at the ceiling and I put my prayer out because that's what felt really natural to me so I think it's important that we go with whatever feels really natural to you um whatever feels as if it's the most authentic for you because it's your prayer 
The other thing to remember about prayer is, is that there doesn't need to be a set pattern to it. So perhaps one day it's a walk out in nature and another day it's some time in a sacred space and another day it's um, you know just sitting on the edge of your bed talking out to the great mystery of the great unseen. Um, we do what feels comfortable and I think the thing to remember is if we do believe that we're talking to this all-pervasive energy right the great unseen the great mystery that is there all the time then there is no need for for us to kind of pretend in prayer you know and again I think this is another thing that we've kind of been taught by organized religion is um, we go into our most formal selves in prayer. But if we have this belief that what we're praying to is this form of energy, this thing that is around us all the time, then we can't just pretend in prayer and be all polite and, and at our best behavior and then the rest of the time behave any old way that we like. We have to be at our most authentic. And again, that's why I come back to the story that I shared. I share it because um, it's just to say that when we pray, we pray from our hearts. We pray truthfully. We we don't have to pray in a certain way or say certain words. It's just what your heart feels in that given moment um, because your heart is connecting to a truth. Um, again, at its simplest level, it really helps before we go into prayer to maybe just establish that connection with yourself. So a hand on your heart, perhaps, just feeling your heartbeat um, connecting to the environment around you, connecting to yourself before you go into prayer. I put this out there because I think it's something that might help some people and I would suggest respectfully that maybe just give it a go. Give it a go. Go to your um, altar if you have one, your sacred space or light a candle and sit in front of it or go out in nature and just have that conversation. Um, forgetting terminologies, just allow your heart to speak openly. You might feel silly the first time, you might feel hesitant, you might feel as if you're doing it wrong, but often in my experience I have found that people, um, when they allow themselves to speak from their hearts, unfettered to an energy that's greater than them, or even if you believe you're speaking to your highest self, the words will start to flow freely because they're finally allowed a chance to flow. And then to also equally make time to just be still and to hear any answers that may come to you, any guidance that may come to you. Um, it can be such a useful practice on our healing journey. It can take the heat out of situations. It can help us feel a little bit more empowered. It can give us a grounding in our daily lives so we feel ourselves full of power. And that's something that I'll be um, looking at as well in podcasts to come is how we can start to daily fill ourselves with power, um, with spirit. So we are powerful and not fearful. Um, issues arise in life when we are full of fear, not when we are full of power. And by power, I mean love. I mean authentic power, um, which is the which is again being full of that energy and that energy at its uh, purest energetic frequency is the energy of love. I hope that's helped a little bit um, just to give some ideas on, on prayer and how you can bring it into your life. You can always check out the website on www.sacredspacehealing.org. That's www.sacredspacehealing.org. Um, and so until the next time, may your prayers be beautiful, heart-led, powerful and truthful. So be it. It is so. Uh...